Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Allison Lane is sort of about American exceptionalism was our pre-existing condition of feature that was in the Washington Post on July 23rd. And it's been almost a week later. And the reason why Allison and I talk about this is because she is sort of the subject of that piece in the Washington Post by Dan Zach. You could find that piece on youmethemeverybody.com in this podcast description. And you could also find our Patreon account link because it's 2020, which means things aren't going that well. So we have a Patreon account and uh, you could donate whatever you see as fit. I don't know if you have uh, a job, um, even if you don't like it, if you have a job, maybe give me your salary. I don't know. That's up to you and your God or lack thereof. So thank you so much for considering us. Uh, here's Allison Lane. What time did you wake up today? Uh, nine. Okay. Do you wish you were still asleep when you woke up at nine? I don't actually know how to do that shit anymore. I, for a period of my life, you know, mm-hmm. when that period is obviously college, no matter what happens, you drink, you wake up at fucking, I don't know, dawn and just sure. partying. Um, and then there was a time when I was able to sleep in until at least like noon. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, in my old self, it's almost like seven thirty every day. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what, no matter how the fuck I feel, mm-hmm. seven thirty, and I just what, have to deal with it. What time did you go to sleep last night? I don't know. <laughs> What's your guess? One. Okay, so not that late. No, I can't stay up late either. I hate that shit. Well, you do. Well, once the society returns, in theory, you'll be working. Will you be working in bars ever again? I don't know. Okay, fair enough. Uh, last time we spoke, the Washington Post ran a photo of you, and you weren't. <laughs> and you weren't in love with the story. You weren't like against the story either. It's just like it wasn't your thing. And then since then. It was essentially about you in the style section. American exceptionalism was our pre-existing condition. And that is another uh, post feature that features your photo. But this one actually involves quotes from you, and it ties you to the everything. So, Yeah. Um, since this ran, the it was on the front page of the post on the website for a long time. It was in the print edition. And uh, since then, uh, Representative John Lewis was uh, laid in state at the Capitol, and I think you also um, witnessed that procession. Is that correct? I did. Yeah. So that the reason I mentioned John Lewis is because John Lewis is a big part of this story by Dan Zach in the Washington Post, which came out on July 23rd. is currently July 29th. Um, mm-hmm. How has the reception been to this piece? Uh, are you happy with this piece? I, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I. Uh... So that was a condensed, you know, story of about an hour and a half of us talking. Mm-hmm. And I felt like he really got what I was trying to say. And he put it, you know, he tied it very well to his story. I was the last person that he interviewed. So I was really surprised uh, by the reception of it. I really liked the story, but I was mostly surprised by the reception of it. You've known me for many years. Mm-hmm. I'm not modest or humble. <laughs> It's not my shit, um, but <laughs> I 
I've been like truly surprised by the outpouring of support for, I guess, just being myself. Mm-hmm. Um, bar started out of anger and depression and a lot of sad shit. And it's really great that it has a home mm-hmm. and a purpose. But at the same time, I, I'm not doing anything I haven't done before. It's mm-hmm. not anything that's novel. Um, but I'm really surprised that I've been getting letters from people all across America, all around the world. And they are just, it's crazy. Um, also, I've gone from a D-list DC celebrity to a D-list American celebrity. <laughs> you've, you've mentioned America a few times in this conversation. America, yeah. is, the, the pull quote that probably people are gravitating towards is, this country was never made for me. Um, I'm assuming some of the people that have reached out to you have gravitated towards that statement. Is that is that true? I don't know. They haven't okay. really responded to that. They're just like, like your story thanks for doing bar you're cool do you know that there's a, a misspelling in the photo caption and there what? there's not a misspelling but it's been incorrect almost since it ran uh bartenders and activist allison lane 34 at Black I am bartenders. i'm two people you're more than what you're more than one person <laughs> there were two pictures Brandon, so, that's two different allison so, so even though the caption is for a photo it's uh-huh. okay. You think it's correct? Oh, it's fine. There's two. So so there's two bartenders and only one photo of an activist? Yes. Oh, okay. That's this makes bad. sense. Yeah, okay. It's not a typo. It's, this, is, this is America, baby. That's... Bartenders. Bartenders, Allison Lane. <laughs> uh, how do you feel as of right now? Aside from hungover, I feel great. Uh, do you feel hopeful about the rest of the year? I feel like I can take whatever's coming to me. I'm really surprised that I'm doing so well in a pandemic and finding my way in this world. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking shocker. <laughs> Didn't do you, do you feel that your worry about the health, not the health of the country, but your physical health, has that lessened? Oh, 100%. Okay. I'm fucking terrified. Oh. I, burning out i'm fucking tired i got a lot of shit to do Mm -hmm. i still haven't dealt with the initial depression that i had before i started doing all this shit so i'm like all right well in a way i'm kind of glad i'm i'm not uh at 100 percent today because i'm just staying at home i'm drinking all my water and Mm -hmm. trying to (laughs) trying to be quiet for a little bit where where do you think your depression comes from do you know that your depression's origins a couple of places. I have bipolar disorder. Okay. So it's in a lot of places. Um, lack of routine mm-hmm. is a huge one. I haven't been able to work out like I used to, which was huge for my depression. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, just the state of the world. Sure. I'm very emo. You're very what? Emo. Yeah, I know. And I'm very disappointed that you're very emo. Um, it is what it is, bro. It's the most sometimes. most overrated, uh, over-examined form of popular music in the last three decades is emo. I am so sorry you're so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's explore that. Why are you so bad? 
Oh, uh, similar reasons as yours. I'm not bipolar, but my anger is coming from, it's not even a lack of routine, but knowing why it's happening and doing the thing, the, the very small thing that you thought you were, that you could do for a very long time. Uh, mm-hmm. And then realizing, and, and always knowing that like, you really have no say in, in the majority of other people's lives. And because of that, yeah. it's almost pointless, but the the very very little influence we do have once that and not influence in the and like a i'm an influencer way but just like you know going to anywhere other than your house to meet up with people and exchange ideas um that that's not happening right so one of the very basic tenets of my life has been taken away for the exact same reason why i spent a lot of 2016 and the wrestling politics rabbit hole and like writing about that stuff. Like I know mm-hmm. that I intentionally went with a silly subject about a very serious thing that was intentional because no one else was doing that. Right. So nothing in the last four years has been surprising, but that doesn't make it good. <laughs> I'm not thrilled that kids are in cages still. And I'm not happy that we have an every other day, nine 11 death toll. And all of this relates to every single human being on the planet earth right now. And I think that might be the thing that the majority of people didn't see coming. Cause take away the pandemic, the, the leader of the free world is really only impacting every American citizen. But now due to the pandemic, it's literally affecting every single person on the globe. And that's a very bitter pill to swallow on a daily basis when you can't do anything about it other than leave, but you're not legally allowed to leave. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Mm. That's depressing. It is depressing, but it's almost pointless to live without hope at the same time. Now you have a lot of, I'm assuming you have a lot of hope or at least more hope than you did at the start of June. Maybe you seem to be in a, relatively good headspace considering the conditions yeah yeah and but also I'm a little excited for um the united states to burn you okay so like this is this is a double-edged sword for you you're like not a huge <laughs> fan not a huge fan of the death toll but on the no. other hand <laughs> bye bye america yeah. <laughs> listen all right i i said it like this country wasn't made for black people. Mm-hmm. I'm black and adorable. But why can't I live and be myself? Mind yeah. my fucking business and keep it pushing. So where do you want to go? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I could see myself living in Spain. Okay. I could see... Where in Spain? Madrid. Okay. I've never been to Barcelona, but I also feel like I could live there. So like a city. You still want to be in a city. Oh, absolutely. I'm never giving up city life. That's the this thing. You kind weird. of... Well, that's the thing. We all have, kind of, for a minute. And... But I don't have a car. I don't need a car to live this life. Sure. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's that does. Walk- it's delightful. Another walkable city, I suppose. I just... I don't... <laughs> I don't know what that means in the next five years. I feel like Barcelona and Madrid are going to be more adapt and probably closer to what they were 
a year ago in mm-hmm. a year than what any city in America will be, but that's still a giant shrug of the shoulders of I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just I wouldn't want to live here. Um, I'm getting older. I'm thinking maybe sometime in my 40s I might want to have a kid. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to raise a black child in America. That sounds exhausting. Yeah. There's no way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm thinking. And that's still a ways away, a while away. Yeah. Good six years to think about that. Yeah. Why 40s? Six years till I'm 40. What the fuck? Why, yeah, why 40s? No, 30s are fun. I Good for you for having a kid, but I'm not trying to fuck around and have a baby right now. I'm not now. trying to influence you. To, I'm not trying to pressure you to have a kid right now anyway. Not about having a baby. No. You mean yes? No? You, I am only asking because you literally brought it up one minute I ago. I meant it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm not. 40 sounds good. Sounds like a good time. The only part about having a kid after 35 it, the, like the biggest downside is your is my knees and back, mm-hmm. the physical toll. But in terms of like the emotional toll, it's probably better now. That being said, I don't know. Th- three years ago, we didn't live in a global pandemic, and I had a job, so like I I don't know about that. So yeah, it's see. I'm really hoping that um in six years I can accrue enough wealth to pop out a child, and somebody else takes care of it for the rest of its life. I just want to know what it's like to have a kid. Yeah. You could babysit and be somebody's mother. I can't birth uh, somebody else's baby. I can't babysit like that. That's right. that's not what I'm talking about. I want to actually give birth to a child. I think that sounds tight as fuck. And then I want somebody else to raise it in Spain. Maybe or wherever you're living, you can actually take my child. Um, <laughs> I might <laughs> I might still be looking for work in that time. It's fine. It's fine. I at that point maybe I'll be able to pay you to take care of my child. <laughs> this is your father, Brandon Weatherby. Well, no, that's that's a very different thing. Um, I'm married already, so. Yeah, dude, you guys can adopt my kid. No. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my gift to you. Seriously, I would like to just, uh, yeah, that would be, that's ideal. You want to raise this kid alone or with someone? Uh, co-parenting sounds really tight. Okay. I'm not really trying to be married. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't ask that. Well, I just answered it. That's, <laughs> that's, my answer. <laughs> that's my answer. I don't think I'm trying to be married. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. I am so f- interested and fascinated to see how marriage looks after this and how. Right. Yeah, super interested. Because I'm not going to lie, being single during this has been fucking phenomenal. I can't imagine being in a relationship. I almost was in one. I couldn't imagine. That sounds like it sucks. I, w- my wife and I are good, but... But you guys have been homies for a long time. Yeah, that's true. We're Your not a new is- relationship. <laughs> <laughs> we met in January. We have a one-year-old. It's weird how that happened. But... Um, I mean, all this is really doing is magnifying all the reasons you initially went to therapy, at least for me. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not a fun place to be. Wait, what are you talking about? The pandemic, the global pandemic. And what about my depression? 
it's not necessarily about yours, but like all this, all the pandemic is doing is like amplifying all the reasons you initially went to therapy. Well, not here's the, the, the no. general you, not you, Allison Lane, but like every single oh, person. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But like in, oh, honestly, until like, honestly, like the end of May, until George Floyd died, I was fine with this. It gave me a lot of time to like, self-reflect i was journaling i mm-hmm. had goals i was doing things i finally found a way to deal with it um that was making me feel okay and then it just everything fucking changed yeah yeah um i'm hoping i i wish that i didn't have to go back to work so i had more time to like get a routine that works for me do you have uh, a work date on the schedule this week? Are you going to work this week or next? I'm going to work twice this week. You, uh, which one? And I'm not asking for the actual name, but like which loca- which area of the city? In, uh, I think it's Shaw. Okay. Okay. So is it indoors or outdoors? It's outdoors. Okay. So I you, wouldn't work inside right now. You would not work inside. Okay. No. You've done this before. You Do you feel safer there or do you feel safer on uh when you're doing bar stuff i feel safest when i'm doing bar stuff Mm -hmm. uh, because there's minimal like interaction with people who are just like taking like when we're supply attending and supply attending is like when you we go out we have a table of like snacks and water and ppe and you know sunscreen and shit that you need to protest it's really lovely it's like a little pop-up store Mm -hmm. um for free that's easy i don't really have to be any near anybody's face they can just walk up and take it yeah now even outside in restaurants people don't know how to act mm-hmm. they don't have any sort of social graces or like you know a social, the social contract that we're still in a pandemic why are you acting like first of all you can't read menus online and i can't complain about it because i chose to do this why are you asking me a bunch of like crazy questions close to like my face? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And why are you not wearing a mask when you're asking those questions? Why, why have you forgotten how to care for people or why is that not a priority? I just like, I don't get it. And people act really weird about like giving their information for COVID tracing. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I I've been thinking about this and it's a it's a pointless endeavor because everyone that's doing it has self selected to be one of the people that are going out. So they're mm-hmm. so it's like yeah you're not going to win in terms of the safety aspect of this. Oh not at all, not at all. Well, and the fact that the numbers are going back up and like I'm working at places that are heavily heavily like tourist populations. Yeah, I really can't control what's happening. Well, that's a great way to end it, actually. We cannot control what's happening. Sooner or later, we're all going to need to go back to work, and hopefully our immune systems are strong enough where we don't die. Yay! Woo! I love it.